Do you feel safe when you're traveling? And if you're a woman who travels for work, do you think your answer would be different to a man's? Hello, my name is Chris Giles. And for International Women's Day, I'm joined by International SOS's Security Manager for Managed Services, Mackenzie Grahek. Mackenzie, thanks so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. I hope it's glad you travel a lot for your work. Absolutely. I'm actually on a business trip as we speak. So whereabouts are you today? I am currently in a hotel lobby in Miami <laughs> from my home base in Philadelphia. And is that a familiar city for you? It is. Strangely enough, I did an exchange program here in college. And the event I'm attending today is at the same university. So it's a, a nostalgic trip for me at the time. So obviously you're you're happy and you're in your comfort zone. But I yes, guess things so. can be so different for women who might be traveling for the first time or even regular travelers. Today is an opportunity to discuss any sort of concerns that they might have. And for you to give us some hints and tips as a regular traveler about what they can do to help them feel a bit safer and a bit more relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. The first most important components are the pre-trip preparation, the research, you know, um, really preparing to go to whatever city or country it is you're going to, and then figuring out what profile you have. Are you an experienced traveler? You know, do you speak a different language? All of those things will really impact your trip and how comfortable you felt. So like I said earlier, I am in very comfortable Miami and I'm a Spanish speaker. So if, you know, I was a first time traveler or didn't speak Spanish, this specific trip might be a little bit more stressful for me. And that was something that you have to go in prepared for. And when you talk about stress, I mean, how can it affect people? What sort of things can business travel lead to? Yeah, I think stress is something that is, you know, not thought about enough when it comes to travel. So especially if you're thinking about international travel, it's much more than just the exhaustion from jet lag. It's being in a culture and a space and everything around you is new. And that can be exhausting and it can be stressful if you don't speak the language or don't know your exact itinerary or don't have all of your steps planned out. It can become a very stressful situation very quickly. And do you think employers can help more to prepare people to get them in, in the right frame of mind for their business trip? Absolutely. I believe Employers should be providing their traveling employees with a personal travel security awareness training. Um, essentially, a sit down with the employee and go through security and the profile specific concerns of that traveler, along with any trouble spots of the location or you know itinerary, incident management plans, stuff like that. So really, prior to the travel occurring, the employee or the traveler should feel fully confident in all of their plans through the duration of their trip. And do, do you think a lot of businesses take that on board or do you feel that a lot of employees are still left with a few worries and a few doubts before they set off? I feel that many employers do a pretty good job of having a broad system in place. However, I think, you know, today's International Women's Day, as we know. So I think it, employers could do better when it comes to profile specific advice, such as women or, you know, business women traveling internationally or domestically. Like, do Does the employer have specific resources to that specific profile. And just tell us about some of your experiences. You're, you, you've traveled far and wide. Maybe you could compare sort of the experiences of before you actually were in your current role. Sure. Oh, that's which story to choose. <laughs> so yeah, I have traveled to many places, lived in South America for a while. And to be completely transparent, before I was in this industry, I did not follow the advice that I give today. <laughs> and because of that, I was put into a couple finicky situations that if I would have prepared for, I could have avoided. So it's really preparing for the culture is a really, really big thing. So in some areas, Latin America, for example, there is a lot of catcalling you know, in North America as well. 
And so if you aren't prepared for that, you don't know how to react to that, that can kind of cause some type of situation for you, whether it be a physical altercation or an incident on the street or just an internal panic and not knowing how to address that situation or how to get help or how to get out of it. The examples are, are endless, but the, the core takeaway always comes down to being prepared, you know, knowing what situation you are going to walk into, knowing where you're going to be staying, knowing how you're going to get around and knowing who is there to support you and how. When you're there, I mean, I imagine when you arrive, in fact, it could be quite unsettling, can't it? You'll, you'll arrive at a new airport and perhaps if you're traveling alone, that must be it's difficult for anybody, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I advise not just for women, but for anybody, if you're going to a medium high extreme risk location, you know, ensure that you arrive during daylight hours, ensure that you know how you're going to get from the airport to the hotel. If you're going to take a taxi, which, which company of taxi is trustworthy? How do you know which taxi driver might have bad intentions versus, you know, the certified one on the other side, you know, you need to go into every situation already aware of the choice that you're going to make. So sometimes that looks like, you know, I'm going to take the yellow taxi that's right to the right of the door, or I'm going to arrange a hotel shuttle and they are going to come get me and they know my name and they know what time I land. Or I'm going to liaise with a security provider and I'm going to have a private driver for the duration of this trip that knows me and knows my itinerary and is going to make sure I get everywhere safely. And when you get to your hotel, I mean, are there are there things that hotels do which can help women who are, who are traveling for business to, to, to make sure that they're comfortable in that environment? Yes, there are certainly things the hotel can do, you know, like making sure that nobody calls the room that isn't staff. Um, but I personally think it's more important for the traveler to kind of take initiative there and ensure their own safety. So one main thing is to be in a, not on the ground floor. So the entrance to your hotel room should be from the hallway only. Ideally between the second and sixth floor, and that way you're not on ground level, but you also are low enough that a fire ladder would reach your window. You could have a door wedge. That's a super, super easy one. Carry it in your purse or backpack or briefcase and just put that under the, under the door when you get to the hotel. We also always recommend, you know, internationally branded hotels because for it to be internationally branded, it has to. It has to have CCTV. It has to have, you know, the, the deadbolts on the doors. It has to have a safety box. So, you know, it's added layers of security that you don't even have to think about because if it has that internationally branded you know, stamp, you can be confident in that. And working in, in, in your area, in security, I mean, you must speak to a lot of your friends, a lot of your colleagues. And what, what other things do you tell them to do if, if they have business travel in mind? So like I keep saying, I do sound like a broken record, but it's always, always research. So let's say when it comes to women, are women expected to cover their hair in their destination country, you know, and is that a, an option or is it a requirement, you know, and you know, what would be repercussions, you know, what can women do or not do in certain places? So it's really about knowing the culture of your destination and knowing yourself and your own profile and where you are strong and where you, you know, have gaps. So this would be, I am really strong in a Spanish speaking country because I've been to a lot of them. I know the culture, I know the history, I speak the language. If you put my same profile in Tokyo, I'm going to be very, very lost. My profile is going to be much higher because I can't read the signs. I can't speak the language. So then it's going to, you know, I'm going to have to then adjust how I'm acting because I don't have the same security blankets within my own profile, if that makes sense. 
So, Mackenzie, we've spoken about what happens when you arrive at the airport and what you should do when you check into the hotel. But what other top travel tips do you have? Maybe things that you can do when you're on your trip. I really, really recommend having a communication plan. This is something that I do all the time if I'm going out alone. So, for example, I will text my friend or a parent or a family member, whoever, say, you know, hi, mom, I'm going to this bar. I'm meeting this person. I should be home by 10 p.m. Please check in if you don't hear from me by then. And then so then at 10 o'clock on the dot, if I don't call, somebody knows that something went wrong. And that is everything. And so if you don't have that communication plan, somebody might not know that something went wrong for hours or days, depending on your usual communication habits. And of course, employers should always have, you know, incident management plans and emergency response plans in place, you know, for each company when they're sending people abroad or domestic. Do you feel that a lot of people do that because I guess they think they're maybe, you know, encroaching on other people's time or it would be an inconvenience in, in, in some way? Or do you feel that people are employing those methods? So this actually brought me to the next thing I was going to say. I think that women specifically have a incredible set of risk mitigation strategies that they employ on a daily basis. I know that I will clock someone the second they start following me immediately because I have very keen situational awareness because I've been a woman my entire life and it's important. You know, I know that I have to be situationally aware 100% of the time until I'm at home. You know, if I'm out, who just walked in that door? Did they look at me? Did they notice me? Do I stick out? And so things like this communication plan, like I said, I do that. I do that all the time. And something that I think doesn't get talked about enough is that it is so important to trust your gut. People, and this, this is not just women, this is everybody, but you have a feeling in your gut when something goes wrong, sometimes before you see it or before you hear it or before you can consciously identify it. So there's the rule. Like if you have that gut feeling, if you feel nervous, if you feel like something is wrong, get out. You're well, you are probably correct. So we've spoken a lot about advice, but let's try and end on the positives. Do you think things may have changed in recent years and have they got any better? In regards to women specifically, um, I'd say yes. You know, I've seen a lot more trainings available to women or, you know, LGBTQ folks or people of certain specific profile related concerns. So, and I think employers are starting to understand the importance of that as well. So I'm definitely seeing a some progress. Um, and, you know, there's also, you know, women are widely accepted in the business world, which I wasn't necessarily the case a few decades ago. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a very necessary shift that's happening, yes. Okay, Mackenzie. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us for our look at how women can be more confident when traveling for business. It's been great to get all of your advice, and I really hope it helps a lot of people who've been listening. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.